Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. It's that time again. Time for some real talk about real issues to enhance your real life. Whatever you think, whatever you know, whatever you feel, Tanya doesn't mind talking about it. Get ready for some talk that is always rated to R. Because talk with Tanya has got to be relevant. Talk with Tanya has got to be refreshing. But most importantly, talk with Tanya has got to be real. Tune in right now for real talk with Tanya and
our Mega Music Monday bonus show for Real Talk with Tanya White. I am your host, Tanya White, and thank you so much for joining us tonight. It's going to be a great show as we focus on gospel music artists tonight. And we have three great artists. We're going to pray that all goes well because I don't know about you. It has been a testing and trying day. So I know that this show is going to bless somebody uh, on the airwaves. We are having tech difficulties like you would not imagine. So we're just going to pray that all is well um, and that we get through the show. But I want to say thank you so much for joining us. If you missed our regular show, we come on Thursday nights at 7 p.m. Last Thursday, we talked about if it is in love, then why do I feel this way? And we had a fantastic, phenomenal guest, uh, the relationship coach, Ryo Sims. He just he has dumbfounded me. I had to go do some research, do some thinking, do some reflecting, and some meditating uh, about all the great nuggets of relationship wisdom that he gave for men and women. Uh, he gave us the secrets to why it is hard for men to admit when their relationship is in trouble, uh, the scent that a woman gives off to let a man know that uh, she is attracted to him. Go listen to that show. It was Thursday night. Uh, I guarantee you, married, single, heartbroken, or in a healthy relationship, you're going to gather some great nuggets of wisdom from that show. Also, we like to thank our gold sponsor, as always, Dr. Tanisha Ford. She is your tour guide to happiness. So visit her if you need a life-transforming, a terrific and real speaker for your next women's event or any event she is the one to get. Visit her at her website at www.drtford.com. Look at her site. Get those great books of her. She has two phenomenal books. So support her. And she was on our May 28th show as we talked about forgiveness. So if you missed that show, I would highly, highly recommend that you uh, listen to those archives. Also, we want to encourage you to visit TanyaWhite.com. Tanya is T-A-N-Y-A. White is in the color dot com. Sign up for the Tanya's Tips e-newsletter. It is free, and if you love Real Talk with Tanya White, you will love Tanya's Tips e-newsletter because it gives you tips for today that will transform your tomorrow. And we're always, always looking for guest uh, writers to feature. So if you um, want to submit something, Send us an email at Tanya at TanyaWhite.com. Sign up for Tanya's Tips. It's free. And encourage all your friends to do so. Also, while you're visiting TanyaWhite.com, get my book, How to Deal with a Difficult Woman and Relationship Reruns. I guarantee you those will bless you. Also, ladies, How to Deal with a Difficult Man is coming out late this summer. So I know all the sisters have been saying, I don't need to know how to deal with a difficult woman. I need to know how to deal with a difficult man. Well, this summer, Tanya will give you those secrets, those sensational secrets for dealing with the 99 males who make your life a living hell. So check that out. Tune in. We're going to have a big blog talk, a book release party for that book. And it's going to be humorous. It's going to be practical. And most importantly, it's going to be real, as always. Also, I have some great coaching packages. And if you need a speaker for your next event, then I'm your girl. I would love to come share with you some uh, great tips on whatever, whether it's business, whether it's marketing, whether it's writing, whether it's about relationships. 
I am every woman, and I give you good, great nuggets to enhance your life. Also, this Thursday, tune in as we continue part three of our Summer Loving series. Uh, we will have two phenomenal authors on, Christine Pimbleton. She is the author of the new book that just got released today, Lord, I'm Ready to Be a Wife. And we're going to have Jesse Duckworth back as he talks about his book, Against All Odds, and he's going to talk about the struggles that men have uh, who want to be husbands, but they're trying to overcome uh, issues that they're dealing with. That show is going to be hot. So if you're looking to be a wife, if you're ready to be a husband, tune in Thursday at 7 p.m. as Christine Pimbleton and uh, Jesse Duckworth are going to share they're going to share the show. They're going to be with us all the entire show, and they're going to talk about their books. They're going to give you uh, great nuggets of wisdom uh, for marriage, uh, for dating, especially if you're a Christian and you're trying to date. Sometimes we slip back into our old uh, ways, but tune into that show. Also, if you tune in, we're going to give you some trivia, and you have the opportunity to win Christine's book or Jesse's book. So tune in Thursday at 7 p.m., also, next Monday, we will continue our Mega Music Monday show. And next week, we're going to talk about R&B and hip-hop, and we're scheduled to have Fatima Robinson uh, on. She's the choreographer for Dream Girls, the movie, a host of videos, including Aaliyah's Rock the Boat, Fergie's Fergalicious, all that. Also, we will have Selena Johnson uh, back. She's coming back. And then Q Parker from 112 is going to be hot as usual, and it's going to be good, good singing. So let's get to our show tonight as we're focusing on gospel music artists tonight. And like I said, we have three phenomenal gospel artists tonight. We have Dr. Naima Johnson, who was with us back in March. Uh, we also have Judith Kennard, who is on deck first, so we're going to bring her on in just a few seconds. And we're also scheduled to have Mr. Michael Stampley. So we're going to pray that all goes well because I feel in my bones that this is going to be an anointed show. That's why my computers are acting crazy tonight. But we're going to pray the anointing over this whole show. So let's get right to our first guest, Judith Kennard. She is from Louisville, Kentucky. She is my friend, and she is back in Louisville um, as she just finished a five-year run, I believe, with the Lion King. So she's going to talk about us. Uh, that endeavor. She's going to talk about how she got into singing, and of course, I've asked her to sing because that's what I do here on Real Talk with Tanya White when I get good singers. So let's welcome to Real Talk with Tanya White for the first time, but not the last, Miss Judy Kennard. Hey, Judy. Yes, ma'am. How are you, dear? I am fantabulous. How are you? I'm just blessed. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me on your show. No problem. Are you ready? You got your your lungs together for my yes, (laughs) ma'am. Yes, ma'am, I do. I promise, I promise. I, I try to refrain from making you do a concert, but I just love your voice. And you know I love your voice. Yes, I ma'am, yes, ma'am. record me some songs on the tape. And you know I tried to find it, didn't you? I couldn't find it. But I know it's going to pop up. Hey, Jim. Oh, my God. Yes, ma'am. We're going to have fun tonight, okay? Yes, we are. Yes, we are. As we always do. As we always do when we're together. Yes. Well, Judy, I want you to tell the Real Talk audience who you are in your own words and how you got into singing. Okay. Well, as you, you know, you said earlier, my name is Judith Kennard, and uh, I'm a woman of God. And I accepted calling to the ministry as an evangelist approximately maybe nine and a half years ago. 
Um, and then from there, um, God has just taken me on another adventure, uh, another de- another part of my destiny, where um, about five and a half years ago, I did re- relocate to um, Florida, Orlando, Florida, and I performed in the Disney's uh, Animal Festival of the Lion King show at the Animal Kingdom there. And I played the role of Zawadi, which is in Swahili, the gift. And the feature song that I did in the show um, was The Circle of Life. Wow. And the role that I put, yeah, the role that I portrayed, and her name, like I said, her name is Zawadi, and she represents the Queen Mother, uh, Mother of the Earth. And basically, she is a storyteller for the village. She knows all that's going on. Um, she just keeps things in balance. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, is just, it has been a tremendous blessing to be such a part of something so tremendous and so great. And um, I remember on my, um, the original reason or how I came into the show is that I had a very good friend here who also lives in Louisville, and he was doing the show at that time. And he'd been encouraging me and trying to encourage me for about a year to audition for this show. And I was just like, no, I just, you know, don't think so, don't think so. Um, but God really used him to press upon me um, that he had this greater destiny for my life. Mm-hmm. And so finally I did go to Orlando and I did audition. And I remember it was so amazing. Um, the day I auditioned, the, uh, young, the gentleman who auditioned me, I was the last audition for the day. And I just sang in the center of my joy that uh, for that audition. And I remember after the audition, the gentleman who auditioned me, he says to me, where have you been all my life? I know and, that's uh, right. <laughs> you know <laughs> I know the feeling. <laughs> and I, I simply said, <laughs> praise God. And so I just told him, I, well, I've been in Louisville. You know, all my life I've been in Louisville. And I remember they um, asked me would I be willing to relocate. And I told them, yes. And at that point in my life, things were really, I was in a really, really a lot of turmoil in my life. And I'd really been praying to God. I was in a, a place of complacency and um, just wasn't going well. Everything I was trying to do here was, you know, turning upside down. And I just began to pray. And then I remember the day I said that I prayed on my knees that night before. And I said, God, I cannot take another day of complacency. You've got to get me out of this situation. And the next day my friend knocked on my door and he said, it's time for you to do this thing. Let's make a video. We're going to do an audition of the video. He sent it to Florida, and then about a, maybe three weeks later, I actually went to the audition there in Florida. And uh, from there, the rest is history. And it has just been a blessing. And um, I remember when I was preparing to leave, after I came back, when I did the audition that day, I remember God said to me, go home and pack your bags. This job is yours. Wow. And I, and I had not heard anything from Disney. They had not confirmed anything. Mm-hmm. But I know what God said to me. Yes. And uh, yes, ma'am. And so um, I went home, started packing my bags, packing me my son's things. And a month later, Disney did call me, and they offered me the full-time position of Zawadi. Wow. And um, yes, ma'am, yes. Now, that must be scary to pick up and leave and go to a place where you know that where God said it's time for you to go. Yes. But still, we still battle with fear and doubt. How did you press through that as an artist? And, and was this one of your dreams, or this was like one of those unexpected things that God just placed in your um, it was something that, you know, I'd always, all my life, I've always, always wanted to be a singer. Um, I ate, sleep, dream singing, uh, wake up, you know, put my feet on the floor, and I was singing. Um, and I always said, I've always said all my life, I know there's something more. I know there's something greater that I'm supposed to do. Wow. And, um, you know, I, of course, I did not know it would be, you know, it would be that big. But, yeah. you know, our ways are not God's ways. And so what we think is, you know, God is always something greater. And, um you know, yes, I did um, press through that with a lot of fear. I remember actually, Tanya, when my son and I, when we actually left, we put enough in our car. 
that would allow us to uh, get down the road. And then that's all we had. I was a new apartment, new state. No, my family was not there at all, and um, it was just me and him. And I remember my sister drove us initially. But I was terrified. I was absolutely terrified. Like I said, didn't know anybody. And the young man who actually helped me to get, you know, into position, he had gone on. He had left the show, so I didn't, I didn't know anybody. Um, and, you know, like the your, as I call it, your Dorothy, to lead you. Yes. Wow. Now, you know, before, that was one of my uh, requests for you to sing Jesus. Just to hear my joy. But before you sang that little verse, uh-huh. I want, when you got there and you said your friend had left, how was mm-hmm. it just assimilating yourself to a whole new place, which is thousands of, thousands of miles away, but then keeping the focus, this is my dream, I want to sing, mm-hmm. and I want to do my best. How did you mm-hmm. do that? Um, it, was, it was very difficult, Tony. It was very difficult. But, you know, um, I remember... I remember distinctly the day that um, I had to get measurements for the show, for the costume and everything. And I remember, um, you know, I you know, watched the show. They allowed me to watch the show before, I, you know, doing my week of auditioning and then um, doing preparing for the actual, you know, for me doing the position. I remember uh, one of the greatest things, one of the things that kept me going is the fact that, like you said, I knew that God had done this thing. I knew that God had ordained this thing. And I had people back home praying for me and People, especially my mother, just encouraging me, just calling every day, every every hour, are you okay? You know, you're going to make it. I cried a lot of tears, a lot of tears, um, saying, God, I know that this is what you have you have ordained this, but, God, it's not coming to fruition yet. Everything you've promised me, and I, I'm, I'm afraid. I'm, I'm afraid. And But, God, he, tell you, when, when he says he'll open a door, he opened doors, and there was so much favor upon me from day one, even for me and my son walking into our apartment. Um, you know, even our deposit was going to be lower than what, it, what I'd anticipated. Everything was just so much favorable in my life. And every time I had a, every time of maybe an inkling of doubt in that, okay, I'm not going to make it. We're not going to make it here. Um, I'm ready to go back home. God would just show up again and confirm over and over, I've done this thing. Just trust me. And I could just hear God saying over and over, just trust me. Just trust me. And, um, you know, I mean, there were times when, you know, I would I would go out and I would get lost you know, trying to get to the grocery store, get lost every time mm-hmm. because it was such a new city. Everything was so new. Um, and plus that God was pulling me out of a place of comfort. Right. And you know how we get into that place of comfort. Um, so that was, it was a fear of just so many things. But at the same token, I was so excited mm-hmm. because here I am, finally I get to live a part of my dream to sing and to bless somebody else with what God has given me on the inside. And um, Right. I'm sorry? I said, I know that's right. Yeah, yeah. You have to do what God tells you to do. I know we had Terrell Carter on here last week and Tiffany Cooper. They're both in the theater. And mm-hmm. similar to what how you said your uh, break came, basically mm-hmm. is what they said. You know, it was quick. Um, yes. They had to have faith. And they had mm-hmm. to move. That's Soon, right. You know, when they had to move quickly. And that's what I, I hear that you uh, say. Hey, Judy. Yes. You know, I love that song, and I know what that guy said. I know what he meant. Now, where have you been all my life? Because as I told you before, uh-huh. you're going to reco- re-record that song, and Richard well, Smallwood is going to say, Judith Kennard, you can have that song. Fine. I wrote that for you. I didn't know who I was writing it for. So yes. give our audience just a little taste, because, you know, I have to stand, and I have I can't be laid out on the floor because I have to continue the show. Right. But, but if you could just sing a verse of... Jesus, you're the center of my joy. Judith Canard's down. Yes, ma'am. I'll be pleased to. 
when I've lost my direction. You're the compass for my way. You're the fire and light when my nights are long and cold. In sadness, you are the laughter, Lord, that brightens all my days when I'm all alone. Your hand is there to hold, oh, Jesus, you're the center of my joy. All that's good and perfect, hallelujah, comes from you, for you're the heart. Of my contentment, hope for all I do, Jesus, hallelujah, you're the center of my, my joy. Woo! Amen. Bernard, <laughs> said, I love this song. It sounds beautiful. I know it, Praise dog. God. It's like it. Praise God. Gut. You kicked us in our gut. <laughs> Woo, soothe our soul. God. My goodness, if you just joined Real Talk with Tanya White, this is our gospel spotlight for our Mega Music Monday. We have Judith Kennard, who just sang, Woo, Jesus, you're the center of my joy. And if you love that song, just she's got two more I've requested. You know, I've asked her long in advance to do just a miniature, a miniature mm-hmm. concert, sermonette, whatever today but judy yes ma'am oh, i love your voice so much praise okay. god so what okay your first show lion king mm-hmm. which is a huge play mm-hmm. what um how did that feel the first show um the first show i can tell you time was very surreal almost as like is this really happening i mean and I, am i really here am i really doing what I've been dreaming of doing all my life, all my life, and to look out there and to see people crying with so much emotion, um, so happy, smiling, um, that is the greatest joy for me, um, to walk out there on the stage and the children are, are clapping and the, the parents and the, and the adults, they retreat to childhood mm-hmm. um, because the show, is, it is so magnificent, it is so spectacular. And it just, you know, it's one of those things It's like, once again, God is confirmed. This is what I've called you to do. This is not all of what I've called you to do, but this is a great part of what I've called you to do. Mm-hmm. And all the trial, all the uh, transition, all of the things I've been through in the past, I understood it was for that very moment. It was for that very, that very, very moment. And singing the song, The um, Circle of Life, that song itself, it, it's, it's so meaningful. Mm-hmm. And um, I was at a place in my life where I felt like I had just uh, embarked upon something that I knew that was it was so much bigger than what I could ever expect it to be. And the things that I have been so fearful of and so hesitant about in my life, mm-hmm. um, can I do this? Am I really capable of doing this, this show? I mean, because like I said, I had the opportunity to, to observe the show for so many weeks. And to see, you know, the other um, my other cast members be in the show and see what they did, I was like, can I do this? Mm-hmm. I mean, can can I really do this? 
And to be in that, to be on that stage, and to to be able to finally do what I've seen others do, is nothing. I can't compare it to anything I've ever experienced in my life. Wow. Yes. Now this yes. is your first like major uh, public national. Yes. Singing event. Yes. Wow. Yes. 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 Wow. If you just joined Real Talk with Tanya White, uh, we're talking to Judith Kennard, and we got <laughs> things in the chat and. Up the, like I said, we have been experiencing technical difficulties all night. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're going to have to pray this thing through. Yes, ma'am, in the name of this, Jesus. This, yes, ma'am. This thing. And, yeah. uh, yes, somebody is going to be blessed tonight. If you have any Praise questions, uh, call 347-215-6446. Uh, now, Judith. Now, yes, ma'am. Time, how long was that run? Um, I was in the Lion King show for five and a half years. Okay. Yes. That's a long time. I was in Lion King show. Mm-hmm. Praise long God. Time. So, Praise now what's next on your agenda in terms of recording music? Uh, what is your wish? Because make your request known unto God. You never know. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Show. Yes, ma'am. Well, um, I have just actually, um, I will be participating in the concert on this weekend. Um, it is with Rush Child Entertainment. Okay. And the, the the concert is uh, for benefit of cancer, okay. and the concert is entitled Natural Woman, and the theme for it is so awesome. I think it's so awesome. It's called. Um, it says uh, we're going to cure cancer one note at a time, mm. and so I will be uh, performing in that concert on this weekend. Like I said, on the twenty first, I think it's the twentieth and twenty first, Friday and Saturday, at Spalding University, and I'm very excited about that. Um, but other things, uh, yes, I do have endeavors to, um, I would love to do a, a gospel CD. And one of my dreams of always just, I'm so in love with hymns, old hymns, the things I was, I was brought up on. Um, I have nothing against contemporary music. I think it's amazing in its own right. But there's something about hymnals and old hymns to me. And so um, I would love to take some old hymns and just, you know, do a rendition of some of those, some of my favorites. And I have, you know, God is allowed, he has, you know, birthed out of me a couple of my uh, original songs of my own. And so I would love to embark upon that. I have been talking with other people here in Louisville since I've had the opportunity to come back home, um, trying to get into their studios and just seeing what I need what I need to do in order to go forth in that endeavor. Wow. So, yes, that's that's what my hope is. And also to do, you know, more entertainment, of course, and participate in many plays and concerts and, you know, things of that nature. Um, just seeing what, what the greater thing God has for me now, this next part of my destiny. So yes, ma'am. So who are who are some of your uh, influences in terms of singing? Or mm-hmm. I know we don't like to compare ourselves to any particular person, but we mm-hmm. sometimes we benchmark or look at somebody and observe what they're doing, and like yeah. they are mentor from afar. Who are some of your uh, uh, singing gospel mentors from afar? Um, my my most favorite my most favorite gospel mentor is, is Lashawn Pace Rose. That woman of God. <laughs> Okay. Wow. Yes. Um, she is just. She's always been an inspiration to me. I mean, um, the, you can tell that she's been through some things in her life because the anointing on her is just so heavy and so profound. Mm-hmm. And uh, she sings with. You know, she's this powerhouse, but it just it's so with so much ease that she does it with. You know, right. and that just it it inspires me uh, so greatly. Another one of my um, I love uh, Diane McClurkin, Yolanda Adams. Um, another one of my favorites is Pedro Bell. Um, I love your guest tonight, Makai Stampley. I think he is just absolutely phenomenal. And um, so those are just a few. Um, but it's something about the Sean Pace roles and, you know, the Pace sisters as a whole. Mm-hmm. Um, they are just 
the anointing on those women of God is just such an amazing thing to me. Yeah. And uh, that's that's who inspires me. That is really, I mean, I can just get in the car and listen to the CD over and over, so so many of their songs. Uh, uh, but it, that, that's who that's who gets me to move, and it really just gets down in my heart is uh, LaShawn Pace Rose. Yes, ma'am. Well, listen, I love yeah. them too, but I'm I'm anxiously awaiting to hearing your CJ CD bopping in the car, and I <laughs> love hymns, and I know I requested yeah. one of the hymns on my my Judy Kennard request for tonight. <laughs> Did I do a hymn? Yes, you did. Yes, you did. Okay, can you just go ahead and sing for before we bring in our next guest, Dr. Naima Johnson from Nashville? Yes, ma'am. He is so sweet to trust in Jesus and just to take him at his word and just to rest upon his promises and just to know thus saith the lord jesus jesus how i trust him and how i prove him more and more jesus jesus Oh, precious Jesus, oh, for grace to trust him, to trust him more. Mm. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. Judith Kennard, if you just turn Praise God. I'm trying Praise to expose myself because you know I've got an hour left on the show. But yes, you know, I'm just going to lay in the floor and just let, Praise. let the songs minister to me. <laughs> hey, so I know you'll do it. Yeah, you know I will. Yes, hey, ma'am. Julie, if somebody wanted to book you after they mm-hmm. hear heavenly divine tones from Judas Kennard, yes, if they wanted to book you for a fee, of course, in the name yes, of ma'am. Jesus. In the name um, of Jesus. How can they get in contact with you? Um, you can reach me. My, um, my, the easiest way to contact will be on my cell phone, and that number is 407-922-1632. Yes. Again, you need to book her ASAP now. Thank God. Lord Thank has God. something for her to impart into your event, your conference, your service. Yes, ma'am. 1632 Hey, Judith. We have yes, ma'am. gospel artist on the line. Okay. And her name is Dr. Naima Johnson. Johnson. She is from Nashville, uh, Tennessee. And uh-huh. you know, we're, we're country music soulmates because she loves country music. Well, okay. I, but she's also a gospel artist, and so okay. she's gonna, we're going to bring her on right okay. now. She's going to give her perspective. Hey, Dr. Naima, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Fantastic. We have Judith Kennard, another gospel artist on the line. Oh, yeah, you? I heard her singing. I was about to lay on the floor. You heard so Praise God. <laughs> you know, I praise love God. singing. You know I love singing. I'm like, thank Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> praise God. This in March. I was. We had a good time. Yes, Lord. We'll talk about that. Yes. <laughs> Tell us who you are. You are gospel, and we're going to play your your uh, single uh, in a few moments. Yeah. But tell us who you are. Well, that's <laughs> so funny that you said, um, tell us who you are, because I'm just in, in a place right now where I'm really 
trying to understand who God has called me to be. And I know that might sound really unusual, but um, I have always um, had an issue when it came, comes to music because for so many years, you know, people told me, oh, you're, you're probably not good enough to sing professionally, so uh, you probably should find something else to do. And wow. when I turned 30, the Lord was like, I called you to sing. I don't care what all these people you know, said, and I don't care what you think you sound like, I've called you to sing. You may not sound like this person or that person, but I gave you the voice that was pleasing to me. And so um, a lot of times when people ask, you know, what what type of music do you do? We came up with a name for it. We call it Herbspirational Worship. Um, The best way I could describe it is I don't know if you're familiar with Nicole Nordman, but she's very a popular contemporary Christian artist. and yeah, um, you, remind, you remind me of Nicole Mullins, too. Well, yeah, very similar to Nicole yeah. Mullins. I was like, you know, if if they were sisters with C.C. Winans, I'd be somewhere in the middle. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that middle child. So, you know, just really making peace with that's who I am and, and that's what the Lord has called me to be. So I do full-time music ministry. I've been blessed to, to travel around the country and, share my ministry with the people, and I'm getting ready to go to Wisconsin with uh, the Wee Wee Monster, which is my chihuahua. Okay. So let me go ahead and apologize now in case she start going off. Okay. <laughs> uh, she's in the window watching the neighborhood as we speak. <laughs> now, you said that, that you're just finding out who you are. You were in the process of finding who you are as a, as a artist. And that's mm-hmm. kind of difficult. I know at 30, my aha light came on as, who I was as Tanya, Tanya the minister, Tanya the daughter, blah, blah, blah. So how did you finally say, okay, I accept who you want me to be, God. Now teach me how to enhance that or shape that. Mm-hmm. What did you do to to actually get that together? Well, you know, I would say that I actually am just starting to walk into that because okay. um, I feel like I'm in this place right now where I'm, I'm Jacob, and, and the Lord and I are just wrestling. And it's not necessarily a bad thing. I said that to a couple people, and they've looked at me like, what are you talking about? But it was like, you know, I lived in Dayton, Ohio for nine years with the same group of people, was always with them. And then he picked me up, and he moved me here to Nashville, Music mm-hmm. City, where, you know, singers are a dime a dozen. Mm-hmm. And um, I had to really say, okay, Lord, if you've called me to sing, then I'm going to have to stand on that, but I need to know who I am. And so he's just been, like, pulling stuff out of me and showing me stuff and um, Mm -hmm. making me get in my work. You know, when you're alone, when you're used to being out a lot with a bunch of people and all of a sudden you're alone a lot, you have a lot of time to pray. (laughs) (laughs) Then he got a lot of time to talk to you, and you'd be like, ooh, I don't want to hear that. Definitely. So, yeah, so he's really, really been working with me. And what I would say is that, you know, when you're trying to figure that out, when you're trying to hear from the Lord, the best thing to do is to get along with him and, and open mm-hmm. up your ears and open up your word and, and stay on your face, fast yeah. and pray, until you get what you need from him. I mean, there are some practical things that, that I've been doing, um, taking voice lessons, piano lessons, uh, writing, getting out and meeting people and um, continuing to do ministry. But ultimately, I need to be strong in who I am in Christ. And the really interesting thing that's been happening is um, the last year and a half, I've developed these allergies, and I've never had allergies. Wow. And so now my voice does all kinds of crazy stuff. So sometimes mm-hmm. I'm in the middle of a concert, and my voice will start doing 
these nutty things because my my vocal cords will start to swell. And so I was like, well, Lord, how could you call me to sing and now I'm having all these trouble? What is this about? I don't get it. You know, I'm just fussing. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the answer is always my grace is sufficient. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. You know, that thorn in the side, you know, you're going to have to trust me in this. And it got to the point where last week I was like, look, if you want me to do this, you're going to have to let me know. Because if you don't want me to do it, just dry it up. Don't let nobody call me. Don't let no bookings come my way because I just don't understand how you had me out here singing my voice jacked up. And of well, course, this you week, know, you know, people calling. Can you come? And like, oh. Exactly. No pain, no gain. It seems like whenever right. we really say, Lord, okay, I'm going to do exactly what you tell me, told me to do, you right. know, uh, Judy just saying, "Tis so sweet to trust in Jesus." When we Amen. put all our trust in that, yeah. sometimes yeah. you know He'll take us through hell before we get to the heavenly place. Amen. So, right. Yes, uh, right. You know, well. that's a part of all of our processes as not only gospel artists but just as people trying mm-hmm. to live the way God has ordained for us to live. If you just right. join us, we'll talk with Tanya White. We have two phenomenal. Great gospel artist online, Judy Kennard from Louisville, Kentucky, and Dr. Naima Johnston. And we're going to play your track, uh, Naima, in just a few seconds. But we have a call, uh, somebody with a hand up from Arizona, so let's click them on and see uh, what questions they may have for one of you wonderful women. Welcome to Real Talk with Tanya White, 602. Good evening, Tanya. This is Mr. Roslyn from the Power Forgiveness the Show. Just calling and say hello to you and your guests. Um, I really um, want to encourage the ladies to, you know, to stay focused, stay grounded, and I really enjoy her testimony because I know how it is to relocate from Arizona to now to Stone Mountain, Georgia, and you really wow. got to seek God and stay focused and fast. Yeah. And w- one thing, you, you, you do have to be you. Even though God has to deliver us from anger or re- resentment or any issues, but you have to be yourself. Right. You, you understand? Because your anointing has nothing to do with your character, and a lot of times people want you to be the way they want you to be or they try to change you. You have to be, okay, God, this is me. Yes, we got to do things in the spirit of excellence. Yes, we got to do things in love. But you have to be, I know this my former bishop saying, be you because everybody else is taken. That's all I know. That's right. Yes, yes. <laughs> I'm going to quote that. Be you yes, everybody else is taking. That is oh, that's good. Good. <laughs> and, you know, and, you, and you know what I've learned? Because I'm, I'm going through something right now myself. Um, just like we accept people, they're good and bad and ugly. People have to accept us, too. You understand? Know mm-hmm. Of course, we have to work on ourselves. You know, coming from a lot of times, as well, we could be we could be um, aggressive or malignant, or we have a lot of issues within ourselves, and I teach on forgiveness. I'm, I'm, that's between you and go, get before God and ask Him to take away. But if people can accept the, you and for who you are, and you know you have a good heart, and you know you you want the best for people, especially God people, and they and it seems like they they always looking for something to say something. You just gotta forgive and release them, and let them know this is me. If you can't accept it, that's then.
when I listen to it, and like I said, you remind me of um, Nicole Mullins. Yes, I love it. Yes, and and, and, and don't don't because uh, we every time we see a black gospel artist, we all, always think they have to say traditional gospel, and you don't. Mm-hmm. And you're gonna hear yes. Dr. Naima Johnson because she does a phenomenal job. We'll be back in about four minutes. Can I make an introduction? There is one who stands waiting to love you. Yet here you are, weeping inside, trying to hide from the pain. Can I offer us a blessing? There really is a God, He's here. Like I hate yeah. to do that, so um, that was how that one actually 
came about. Nothing profound, but it's kind of a funny moment where it just kind of popped into my mind. Phenomenal. I love it because it's diverse. You can dance to it, and the words are so powerful. And so, uh, yeah, you keep on being you, uh, Dr. (laughs) Naima, because we need you in the body. Uh, I want you two to give out your contact information. We do have a caller online. We're going to bring them on in just a few seconds. So let's start with you, Dr. Naima. Give out your contact information. If somebody wanted to purchase your – now, you do have a CD, right? I have a CD. Okay. Um, I have a CD. I have a book. I'm working on a new CD. Yeah. Busy, busy, busy. I, if, if people would like to contact me, they can either call me directly, and that number is 615-731-0178. Or they can visit me online at Naima, N-A-I-M-A, Johnston.com. All right. And Judith Kennard, and you yes, know you've got to close us out with, what was my last request? It is well. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Amen. Give us your contact information, then you're going to tell us why we need to contact you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I did give my cell phone number. You can also reach me on email as well. Um, that email address is J-E-C-A-3, the number 3, Kennard, K-I-N-N-A-R-D, at yahoo.com. All right. And cell phone number is 407-922-1632. Caller, we see you on the line. But, Judith, give us, yes, tell us why people need to contact you by email or phone to book you for their next event. Go ahead and say my last, my last request, please. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. When peace like a river attendeth my way, when sorrows like sea billows Hello. 
Hold on, let's click them on. Blog Talk is so... Hello, welcome to Real Talk with Tanya White. Hello, how are you? I am fantastic. Is this the sensational Micah Stampley? I don't know about the sensational part, but this is is Micah, yes. Listen, you are sensational. In the name of Jesus, take that in Christ. We are so excited that you dropped by. And uh, we're not going to keep you long, but we wanted to uh, talk to you because it's Black Music Month, and it's our gospel spotlight, and you have been a force to be reckoned with these last few years in the gospel arena. And so we are delighted to have you, and you are, you are hailing out of Texas, correct? Yes, I am, Houston, Texas, and it is blazing hot right now. <laughs> Well, we have the rain here in Louisville, Kentucky, and we have some phenomenal gospel uh, uh, women in gospel on, and they may have some questions. But before we jump into our question and answer section here on Real Talk with Tanya White, Mr. Stampley, can you tell us who you are in your own words? Uh, just a worshiper, a servant, um, a father of five, and the husband of one. Yes. See, more men need to be a husband of one. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Amen. Listen, now I read somewhere that you've been singing since you popped out of your mother's womb. That's what they tell me. That's what they tell me. I remember they used to have to, um, I was teaching and directing choirs and mass choirs at the age of six, seven, and they would pick me up and put me on top of the offering table because no one can see me. And <laughs> so, so God has been really, really molding me for what I'm doing now for, for a very long time. Wow. Now, age seven, I have some, I'm a teacher and I teach students about that age. Where do you get the discipline to direct the choir at age seven? It was just a passion, just a passion. Okay. I don't know how disciplined I was, no. <laughs> but I could teach parts. <laughs> I could teach parts, and um, and I can direct and and instruct and all that good, all that stuff. But I mean, it's just amazing what God has done in my life. Uh, so you know, I don't know how disciplined I was, but I was passionate. <laughs> Well, you had to be disciplined because your dad was a pastor, correct? Yeah. So I know yeah. he didn't spare that rod for you. At no, you're exactly right. You're exactly <laughs> right. So. To direct the choir. I, I know how seven but, years old. Yeah, but he wasn't pastoring until I was around 13. Oh, okay. Yeah, and but we were when, a grandfather's church. Oh, okay. And that's when you became actually minister of music at age 13, correct? That is correct. Wow, <laughs> that is mind-blowing. Now, tell us how, after you had these many years of, uh, as a, I call it as a child, seven years old, and then you come into the forefront with uh, Bishop Jakes. How did that connection come? Well, I was minding my own business, <laughs> okay. leading, worship, leading worship at my church here in Houston. And um, our minister of music was very ill at the time, and he was hospitalized. And Marcus Dawson, who is uh, Bishop Jake's road musician, mm-hmm. um, he was living in Houston at the time, and he came in just to fill in for our minister of music. And um, he uh, heard me 
and went back and told Bishop Jenks, you got to hear this guy. You got to invite him to the potter's house. You got to hear this guy. And what I didn't know at the time, that they, they were just having a conversation looking for a male artist for their label at that time. Wow. And um, after the Lord allowed me to win the uh, talent search that the Stella Awards launched in um, 2003, and the finals was in 2004, I ended up winning. Um, after the Stella weekend, I got a call from Marcus saying, hey, Bishop, I want to invite you to the Potter's house any Sunday you can give us. Hmm. And so I think it was sometime in February, because the Stellas are in January, yeah. Hmm. And um, uh, we went, my wife and I uh, went, and I ministered at both services, both and of the, the Sunday morning services, and the rest is history. Uh, yeah. You know, from the recording contract on the spot, and um, it was pretty amazing. And it's just been uh uh, just a quick journey, but I've been yeah. doing this for a long time. I've been singing background with John P. Key, yeah. uh, Vanessa Bell, Daryl Coley, I mean, just everybody. So I've been out here. I was Mike, the Mike McKay's demo guy uh-huh. <laughs> for a long time. So, you know, I've been, I've been out here a long time. Well, listen, it, there's a time and a season for everything, and we're glad that you waited on your time and so that you can usher us into another season of uh, just great gospel music that leads us back to holiness, just focus on God. Now, you said he offered you a, a, a deal right on the spot. That's phenomenal. Now, did yeah. you already have the songs prepared for uh, the songbook of Micah? Because I know as a writer, I have books I've written, <laughs> you know, I've written, but they're not published. Yeah. So did you have uh, the songbook of Micah already written out? and? We had some stuff, but um, no. Okay. I did. I think from from the moment we began to um, uh, work together, I, my first recording with Bishop Jakes was the He Motions album, if you remember that. Mm-hmm. And that was when I recorded. I was actually trying to save that song, Take My Life, where most people call it holiness. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was trying to save that for my album, but um, they felt like it would be a better platform for me if I had placed it on the He Motions album, a studio version of it, and then do a live version on my album. And that's what we end up doing, and that song really branded me. But the music, from the time we were recording the He Motions record up until the time uh, the songbook was uh, uh, getting ready to come forth, God began to give us a lot of music um, my wife and I write a lot together. Um, every now and then we'll write a song or two a piece, but for the most part, all of our songs we write together. We wrote War Cry together. We wrote um, Sing together. We wrote a lot of stuff together. And uh, so, and those seem to be our biggest hits, the, the ones we write together. Of course. It, it, it just shows unity. And that War Cry, that uh, has delivered many Many of many of people in the kingdom. <laughs> Praise <laughs> um, God. We're glad that y'all wrote that together. We are glad. If you just joined Real Talk with Tanya White and you have a question for Mr. Micah Stampley, call 347-215-6446. Now, you said that uh, the war cry, Take My Life, but that whole song, Book of Micah, I still play to this day. and I love Really? It. Yes, I love I Am Redeemed. I love that song. I uh, love everyone, every song. So, which is your favorite song on that project? Ooh, 
It it will probably be um uh I don't I just I don't know. Um probably uh it would be probably out of We Need the Glory. Yeah. Or the song, um my wife wrote a song called um uh, uh The Whale. Mhm. Okay. And um out of those two I think would be probably my favorites. Wow. So have you written any songs for any other artists besides yourself? Um no, nobody has really solicited any of my music, to be perfectly honest. So, well, listen, I just, if I was a uh, singer, I, I just recently wrote a song for the group Zyel. Okay, yeah. And so they're getting ready to go in the studio and start recording. And so um, we just wrote a song for them entitled Thank You. And so they're they're uh, excited about recording it, and then I'll be doing a little cameo on their record. So I'm excited about that. Wonderful. Well, if I was a singer, I would solicit <laughs> songs from the Micah Sampling, but I'm just the next to person, so I'm not gonna do it. If you just join Real Talk with Tanya White and you have a question for Micah Sampling, call three four seven two one five six four four six. Now we have, uh, like I said, Dr. Naima Johnson on the phone. She's a singer. Dr. Naima, do you have any questions for Mr. Micah Stamper? Yes. First of all, I am so honored to be able to talk with you, and I am praying for your ministry and have been blessed yeah. by it. And I just, you know, I always want to know, when when people come up to you and they say, you know, I've started out, I'm a gospel artist, I'm a contemporary Christian artist, what advice would you give me just starting out? That's always my question. Number one, and I get that all the time, and sometimes people don't like the answer. And um, I'll just say that just because we are musical doesn't mean we're supposed to be recording artists. Right. Wow. Somebody's got to be the, the the worship leader at the local church. Somebody's got to be the MD. Somebody has to be the minister of music. Everybody can't be on the road doing this. There's somebody who has to be the voice, the prophetic sound in that region, in that city, in that town. And I think that we need to really, really um, um, understand who we are, what God is calling us to do, and why and why we do what we do. And once we get a clear view, a clear understanding of that, then we'll be able to better serve and um do you know what God is uh, and be successful actually being successful in what it is that we're doing otherwise we're going to be kicking against the prick because uh, it's hard enough being in the center of his will I know that's right imagine being out of his will and out here on your own right so and I and I just want to be completely totally honest with people if God is calling you into this business um, and, and and to the um, as a career, and as because it, it's two sides of it. It's business and it's ministry. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times we're going to be super spiritual, like, oh, I just want to do the Lord's bidding. Well, <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. That is wonderful. Right. But even Jesus told the man that he gave the uh, two talents to, uh, the one talent to, and he buried his, which yeah. means you have, and, and that's dealing with investments. Yeah. And so whatever God gives you, you have to be a good steward of it. Yeah. 
Right. You know, and don't come in here just falling in here trying to be super deep and super spiritual. I just <laughs> shut up. I'm trying to do all me to do. There's a business out of this, you know. <laughs> Get a grip. Yeah. So. A grip. Man, I appreciate that. Tell me. I do. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. I'm so, going to do that. One of my seminars, I'm like, this is what Michael Stanley said. Y'all listen. Tell them to rewind the archive. So that's that was where perfect. I am. That's where I am. Investments. You, gotta, you got to invest not only your money, but your time and, and, and preparation and enhancing and mm. learning. and, and right. this, It is so awesome. Miss Judith, do you have a question for Mr. Micah Stampley? Well, yes. Um, praise God. Once again, it is an honor to just speak with you and to be in communion with you right now. I've admired you from afar for so many years. So I just praise God for this time um, to speak with you. But my, what I wanted to know is how have you um, been able to um, do what you call to do as well as balance with your family life? It will be my biggest thing. I can't say yes to everything that come my way. Mm. Okay. No. Um, I have to say no to a lot of things. Okay. Okay. Hold on just a second. Hello. And not only that, I pray about absolutely everything that comes in. Um. When I say everything, I'm, I literally mean everything. Um, and sometimes we turn down some really big things. Um, for instance, um, I was called to come and minister with Benny Hinn on this past week, this past weekend, which was what uh, Saturday, mm-hmm. and I couldn't do it. You know, I have I have a family, and at the end of the day. Your family is your first ministry. And so I made a vow. And not only am I, you know, are we homeschooling, I'm a I'm a assistant track coach for my my nine year old. So 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 there are a lot of things that we do outside of music ministry and music industry that people don't see from you know, I'm very athletic, so I have two boys that are in basketball. I have one who's in track, and you know, and you know, it, it, we have a lot going on. And even aside from, you know, the children and music, um, I'm a, a lot of people don't know this, but I am a African prince, and so I have responsibilities to the kingdom and to my to my adopted father who adopted me as his his uh. Um, son and the and and um, the heir to his throne. So I'm being groomed for a lot of things that has absolutely nothing to do with music, but to making a the lives of an entire kingdom. Mm-hmm. Right. Wow, that's wow. phenomenal. Phenomenal. That's awesome. Amen. Uh, well, we're glad that you pray about everything because most people just see the 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 glory of the music business and see the opportunities, and then we forget about why we're in there. Like you said, it's ministry. Mm-hmm. And yes. in order to minister effectively, you have to be in tune with the Lord. And uh, we are so glad that you stay in tune and stay grounded uh, and, you know, know when to say no. I say no is the biggest yes that I can give people sometimes because Amen. I cannot do everything. Amen. Uh, Amen. Now let's talk about uh, ransom. Okay, we see. Hold on, we're gonna keep getting clicked off, Mr. Stampley. 
Yes. Okay. Oh. All right. Ransom, your new project, can you tell us uh, the inspiration for that? Well, Ransom was prophetically spoken. One thing that I wanted to do is I believe that we are living in a time uh, where the gospel of Jesus Christ must be preached. You know, a lot of times we, we have a lot of missionaries from America that that go out go out to different parts of the world, you know, and uh, preaching the gospel. But there are people right here in our country who don't mm-hmm. know who Jesus is. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I believe mm-hmm. we probably need to have some folks coming in from other com- countries coming to be missionaries to us. <laughs> no, that's right. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> I believe that we're in a day, the American church, the integrity of the American church is losing its grip. A lot of things are happening. A lot of things are being exposed. I mean, it's just madness out here. And the, the heart of what the true ministry is supposed to be about is, it's like, it's almost disappearing. And so, Ransom was about bringing people back to what the Lord Jesus Christ did and not letting not letting that sacrifice be in vain in your life. Exactly. And so that's what Ransom is all about. And not only you know, the songbook of Micah talked about holiness yeah. and righteousness and come and prepare you the way of the Lord and yeah. all that stuff. Uh, it was a call to repentance. And then the second album, A Fresh Wind, was a place of, okay, I'm going, let, let, let's, let's, now we got ourselves together, or some of us, mm-hmm. <laughs> we got ourselves together. Not that we're perfect, because we all still have flaws, we're all still working on our own soul salvation, yeah. but I believe that um, our goal for A Fresh Wind was to bring people into, um, an experience uh, what I experience when I'm with my with my father. Yeah. I wanted I want I wanted people to hear um hear that relationship through the music and literally be sucked in like a vacuum into this experience that I that I have with my father. And so a lot of times we get emails and phone calls and messages and people walk up to us in different places that we're in. Like, for instance, I ran into a gentleman um, yesterday. I was in New Jersey, and he says, man, there's a song on a fresh wind um, that you did um, another place. Mm-hmm. It's called Another Place. And that song was birthed out of an altar call. I was with Bishop Clarence McLennan mm-hmm. at a New Year's service, and he was, you know, just flowing and just, you know, making an altar call. And he asked me to come up, and immediately that song began to pour out of my spirit. And I was like, oh, my God. Mm-hmm. And it talks about being in another place. When you talk about another place in God, we're talking about realms and dimensions. There are no yeah. walls. There's no floors. There are yeah. no ceilings. It's just space. Mm-hmm. It's just another place. And that's where I want God to take me. And, I, that's, and, and that's my cry. And that's the place where you can literally walk by somebody who's infected with cancer in their body and their shadow yeah. heals. Your shadow heals yeah. them. Uh, you can shake somebody's hand. Uh, and and God complete and the, the demons are driven out just because you are greeting someone, and that's a realm. That is a mm-hmm. dimension. Yeah. 
Yes, and that's is. what we're talking about. And ransom is now, okay, now the integrity of the church, of the American church, I don't know about other countries, uh, is under attack like never before. Yes, you know, we is. have ministers coming out uh, with um, um, living double lives and, mm-hmm. you know, just all kind of stuff is happening. And, okay, God, we got to remember the cross now. Yes. Ransom, I've been paid for. Mm-hmm. I've been redeemed. I've been set free. I've been, and the sacrifice that he made, the shedding of the blood, you know, and so that's what this album, so there's always a message in the music that my wife and I record. And though I'm the only one singing on the record, I'm always including her because she helped me write this stuff. It pours out of her spirit just like it pours out of mine. And so that's what Ransom was all about. You know, and, and, I mean, we experienced some pretty powerful things during the process of writing this music, just like we did with um, A Fresh Wind. And so I'm just so honored and blessed that God would just allow us, uh, just lend us his songs. Yes. Well, we're honored and we're, we're better people because God uses you to give us uh, authentic words directly from heaven. Uh, so that we can, you know, get in line. We can go back to holiness and, you know, go back to those places where we, like you said, walk by people and people are healed. And that's because we're living in that dimension that you said. You have been phenomenal. And I feel the anointing right now. So give us your contact information. And then we're going to close out with, I want you to give three nuggets of wisdom, not as for artists, but as a church where we need to go uh, because, like you said, we're being attacked like never before. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. three words of wisdom. Give us your contact information for people who want to do this. <clears throat> well, you can go to my website, www.micah, Stampley, S-T-A-M-P-L-E-Y, micahstampley.org. And that will be the best way to contact me. And all of those um, booking uh um, questionnaires will come directly to my wife, who is my business manager, yeah. and booking and all that stuff. It comes directly to her BlackBerry, so yeah. she responds pretty quickly. Very and, um, quickly. <laughs> yeah, pretty quickly. So, yeah. as you know, <laughs> yeah. and so um, it's not a long wait to reach us. If I'm available, uh, and if the Lord releases me to do it, I'd love to come and share with you. Um, and if not, maybe you know it'll happen another time. Right. Thank Miss Heidi for being on her job and uh, just responding so quickly. Three nuggets of wisdom for the church that you would give so that we can get back to that place, that place of holiness, going to that next dimension where God wants us to be. The number one thing, one of the main things that I've learned in my life um, is stop begging mm. for things. Because if you have the mind of Christ, then he will give you his wisdom and his knowledge and his understanding and teach you how to go and get what it is that you need. Yeah. Now, there's, you know, I believe that we do ask and it shall be given, you know, seek and we shall find. I, and I believe the word of God. But there are a lot of times when God won't have to tell us stuff yeah. if we have the mind of Christ. Mm-hmm. Wow. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Yes, and, uh that was the one one of the main things that has completely transformed my life. And anytime God wanna teach me something, uh, he always takes me back to the beginning when he created man 
and his original t- intent. And I think about it often, and I, I, I sing about it, I teach about it, I preach about it, how God, uh, when he formed man in Genesis, uh, I'm sorry, he created man, his spirit man, Genesis chapter 1, he created Adam's and Eve's spirit before he formed their bodies in chapter 2. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then when he breathed in, into him, and and it, it, all the listeners, you can go and look up look up this in Genesis chapter one verse twenty six. It says God is having a conversation with Jesus and the Holy Spirit. He said, "Let us make man yes. after our image and our likeness." And then he says, "Let them have dominion." Yeah. And then he yes. talks about the things that they would have dominion over. And he and then the scripture goes on to say, "So God created man in His image and His likeness. Male and female created He them." But in Genesis chapter 2, verse 7, it says, Then God formed man from Mm -hmm. the dust. So his spirit was created in chapter 1. He covered his flesh. He created a physical body in chapter 2 and then breathed into his nostrils, and man became a living soul. If you know what the word soul means, it means the mind, the intellect, the will. So when God breathed, breathed himself into man, Adam became the mind of God. Yes, yes, he did. The will of God, the intellect. And to prove it, God says Adam named the animals. And you know God knew what he created. Yes, yes, he did. You see what yes. I'm saying? And so <laughs> he, he tells he Adam, Adam named the animals. Why would he tell them to do something that he already knew what the names were? Mm. Because he wanted to prove that Adam had his mind. Exactly. And so because Adam fell, and the reason why Adam fell is because the enemy tricked him up, Lucifer, waiting for the opportunity to get back at God mm-hmm. because he was already cast down to earth before um, God even created Adam and Eve. And the reason why he was cast down, because he didn't want to worship. He wanted to be worshipped. So one of the main reasons why we exist, we exist to have dominion and authority and all that stuff, that's all fine and dandy. But our main goal and purpose for for existence is to be the worshippers. We are worship. Yes. It's not just what I do. I am praise. I am worship. And so I took the devil's place. Mm. So every time we open our mouth to magnify God, we remind him of what he was and what he can never be again. Exactly. And so this is what aggravates him. This is why he hates us so much, because not only did we take his place, but we are created in the image and likeness of God. We look like our daddy. We act like our our daddy. We have dominion, authority, and all power on the earth. Which is what Jesus was saying. I'm sorry, y'all, if I'm preaching. No, you're preaching. You go ahead, Michael. <laughs> this is a divine assignment. You go ahead and go. Which is why Jesus was telling the disciples, and I'm not even sure if they got it. Master, teach us to pray. He's, uh, y'all don't want to pray. Mm-hmm. Peter, you can't even stay up for one hour. Exactly. Master, please teach us to pray. Okay, this is what you need to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Mm-hmm. Thy will be done. Which means... Everything that you are in heaven, thy kingdom come, become that in me so that I can have that dominion and power authority on the earth. Wow. I'm supposed to duplicate duplicate my father. Yeah. 
Yes, we are. You see what I'm saying? And so the enemy is still tricking a lot of people. You can't yeah. live holy. It's mm. impossible. You can't mm. live righteous. You can't live sanctified. Ooh. I'm not saying that we we're going we'll never make mistakes. I'm not saying that we we won't. I mean, I'm not saying that I'm perfect. I'm not. Right. But what happens is true holiness and righteousness and true sanctification is when you have a heart of repentance mm. and a lifestyle of repentance. Oh my God. A lot. See, the thing is with David. David. Never committed the same thing twice. Right, right. Yeah. He committed murder, adultery, and God knows what he had. He was his whole family was dysfunctional. Mm-hmm. His son tried to kill him. His other son mm-hmm. raped his daughter. I mean, yeah. just it's, it's just crazy stuff. The epitome of a dysfunctional family. Right. But the Bible says that God said, David is a man after my own heart. Why? Because David had a lifestyle of repentance. Mm-hmm. Who you preaching, Micah Stanley? I'm trying to hold nuggets. my peace. <laughs> those are the nuggets that I try my best to live by daily. And I'm, I'm driving this thing. I'm driving this thing everywhere I go. And if I can leave, leave anything for your listeners, for anybody that's tuning in, that's what I want you to hear. Mm, mm, mm. Run after God. Yeah, you're going to fall. Yeah, you're going to make mistakes. But have a lifestyle of repentance. Woo! Don't do the same thing over and over again. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, my God. Michael Stampley, uh, now I see why this has been a trying day. <laughs> because this, <laughs> people need to hear this. And I usually ask singers to sing, but I would love for you to pray for the, the kingdom, the people of God, artists, leaders, pastors, so we can get back to the place where God wants us to be. Can you Amen. Do that for us? Amen. God, we just thank you right now for the for this opportunity to minister to masses and thousands and possibly millions of people who are listening, who are tuning in now. God, I thank you now in the name of Jesus okay. that your righteousness and your holiness will literally invade the earth the entire earth. God, I thank you now that you're going to raise up sons and daughters, warriors, travailers, bring forth the mothers who are willing to teach and not be ashamed. Bring forth the real fathers who are willing to to mentor and to and to give birth to true sons and won't pollute their minds with the same foolishness, with the same sexual addictions and, and things that are going on right now. Father, I thank you right now in the name of Jesus that you're raising up a generation that won't be afraid, that won't back down, that won't bend. God, I thank you right now that even now as we pray, Lord God, into the ears of these listeners, Lord God, that you will break generational curses. You will break off voodoo and witchcraft and strongholds. God, I thank you. God, I thank you right now in the name of Jesus that every stronghold in their life, that you will pull them out of the abusive relationship, that you will call them a worship to rise up out of them, that you will cause them, Lord God, to strive and and to have a hunger for and a thirst for righteousness, for holiness, for sanctification.
salvation. And not only that, God, that you will cause them, Lord God, as they live according to your word, that they will be fruitful, multiply, and replenish the earth with more and subdue the earth with more worshipers, with those, Lord God, who will seek your face, that this is the, the generation that will seek the face of God. This is the generation that will call upon your name. And, God, I thank you right now in the name of Jesus that every word that proceeded out of our mouth, God, shall come forth now in the name of Jesus. We thank you for deliverance. We thank you that miracles, signs, and wonders shall follow them that believe. We thank you, God, that as we lay hands, the sick and the dead shall even rise. I thank you right now in the name of Jesus that everything we set our hearts and our minds to do that's according to your word shall pass. And I thank you, I thank you, oh God, that it is settled, it is sealed, and it is done. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, and amen. Amen, amen. amen. Oh, my God, have mercy. Thank you. Oh, thank you so much. Uh, blessings on your family. Um, and I will follow up because I'm just right, like done right now, Micah Templey. But I thank you for uh, just being obedient and, and, and just following the spirit because I know this was divine. I know that families are going to uh, just come back to God and curses are going to be broken and integrity is going to be restored. Love your music. I love your ministry. And much blessings. <laughs> Thank you all. Thank you for the opportunity. Love you all. You guys have a great, great evening. Stay on fire for God and don't bow, don't bend, and don't compromise. Don't compromise. Thank you so much. Bless you guys. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. If you just join Real Talk with Tanya White, we're going to have to take a break right now. I can collect my thoughts, and then we're going to come back with Judith and Naima. I hope you're still up on the floor. Standing straight up, because I know that was an anointed prayer uh, directly from the throne room of God. I'm telling you, when I say I've had a trying day, technology has been crazy. Both my computers are acting crazy, but I know. I said before I got on there, I said, God, you're going to do something. And that is what he did. He gave a prayer to Micah Stampley that I know is going to set the captives free. Let's take a break, and then we'll come back to close out the show.
Mega Music Monday. We just got off from a powerful anointed interview with Micah Stampley. And I'm telling you, when we say that this show is uniquely designed with you in mind, all of our guests that we get on is not just something that comes out the clouds. We pray, we ask, we ask the Lord, and then we say, Lord, let your will be done. And that prayer that he just prayed was proof that we are on the right track. Welcome to Real Talk with Tanya White. Let me click my other guest on. I hope they're still uh, co- conscious. Hello, Judy Kennard. Yes, I'm still conscious. Are you still conscious? I was going barely, to barely, barely. I was going to throw this phone. <laughs> oh, Ooh, I was trying yes, to hold ma'am. my peace. Yes, Naima. <laughs> Doctor Naima, can you hear me? Yes. Okay. Are you I changed phones for a minute there. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to make sure because I'm about to throw my phone and yes, I had to sit. 
And, you know, I had to hold my leg, my body down because he was going to help me run up in my house. My God. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, things that were just so profound. I mean, you know, the kind that make you want to just beat yourself in the head. Yeah. <laughs> so, so deep. So deep. So, Man. so deep. Man. It's, oh. it's very few times when uh, guests, and talk, and I can, like, taste the anointing. I think I've yeah. done that with uh, LaShawn Pace and mm-hmm. Lena Johnson, and tonight with Michael Sampley, I could taste the anointing. When he was speaking those words, yeah. praying, the anointing, I could taste it. Yeah. Taste yeah. The anointing. So I know this, when I say everything that happened could happen today, <laughs> when I was <laughs> on my laptop, because my other home computer acted a fool when I was trying to upload his song. Then I'm going to get virus alerts on my laptop. Wow, this is crazy. Wow. And we do a clean sweep every night. So I know that that was nothing but a distraction. But mm-hmm. I want to talk to you all as artists and what, you know, most of what he said is uh, dealing with, you know, before you can minister, you have to be a minister too, basically. That's what I got from him. So, Judy, yeah. what, what what did he say? And he said a lot. But what, like, grabbed your, your gut and said, okay, this is for me? Well, I think the first thing is just um, understanding the fact that, you know, once once again, knowing the call that's on your life, knowing what God has called you to do, and the fact that he, you know, he is so, um, he said so assuredly that everybody's not meant to be recording artists. Right. And uh, that's why it's so important that you know the call in your life. And that's one thing that I can honestly say that um, God has established in my life, in my journey at the time that I was way in Florida, that is something that God really did with me. He established, he established who he has called me to be. Right. And understanding who I've been called to be, I'm not distracted about all the things that people think I should be. Mm-hmm. I, know that I, I know that I'm a worshiper. I know that I love God. I know that I love people. And that, that is what really stuck with me. And also um, the profoundness that he spoke about the churches today mm-hmm. and how we are struggling. And uh, I know that I have in my past had such a disturbance about leadership in the pulpit and then, you know, people in the churches today because we've gotten so far from what God has called us to do mm-hmm. that we find ourselves being the same as the people on, you know, people on the streets. And that's what my constant prayer has been is God let us get back to where we are supposed to be mm-hmm. so that we can lead others to Christ. And so those are the things that just really stuck out to me that I've really just, and that those are, those are my constant prayers that we as people can get back to where God has called me so that we can lead People, other people back into the kingdom and that they can all be healed um, because this is what God is, you know, this is a duty that God has called us to be a part of and just to love one another uh, with a sincere heart. And so those are the things that really stuck out to me. What he is just so profound. All of it's so profound. But yes. Oh, goodness. Dr. Diane, yeah. what we'll hit you in your gut? Well, you know, <laughs> some of the same, some of the same things because one of the things that I've really been making peace with over the last couple of months is that you know, you can be called to be in full-time music ministry and not necessarily get to the stellar stage. Exactly. You know, your mm-hmm. ministry mm-hmm. is just as important if you're traveling the back roads and ministering to those, you know, teeny-weeny churches. Somebody needs to go yeah. to these people. Somebody needs to minister to them. And that, so when he, when he said that, you know, I thought that was really profound. And then yeah. the other thing is Jesus is not a genie. And he didn't say that per se, but it seems to me that we have gotten so caught up in um, the God of prosperity. And it's not that 
God doesn't want to bless us, and it's not that he doesn't want to give us good things, but I think we've gotten so comfortable as the American church, mm-hmm. you know, that when we don't get good things or when when the answer might be no or wait or it doesn't turn out the way we think it should, all mm-hmm. of a sudden, you know, we're in a, a crisis of faith. And I mm. think God is really starting to expose a lot of people who have been out there just mm-hmm. doing this, you know, very surface Christianity and not talking about true and deep things of yeah. Christ. And this, mm-hmm. these are the last days. You cannot convince me. We two steps away from, you know, <laughs> all kind of nutty stuff going on in America. Yeah. Let's tell the truth. Yeah. Shame the devil. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. just the laws, the things that are being said on the news. I mean, just all kind of crazy stuff. And so I, I told you I wanted to beat myself in the head. It was so yeah. deep. If I could have reached yeah. the phone and threw it you, I would have. I was getting ready to throw this phone, and Judy, she's mm-hmm. a witness. I throw things when the spirit. Yes, she will. Yes, she will. <laughs> yes, she will. <laughs> but, uh, there were two things. I'm like, okay, God, I'm not crazy. One mm-hmm. is when he said we need to live a lifestyle of repentance. Right. Mm-hmm. We are in the day where people make excuses. Uh, when he said, when when he said, oh, I can't live holy, I can't live righteous, that's not true. It's because you don't want mm-hmm. to. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yes, like he said, we do fall. But when he said that David, he didn't do the same thing over and over again, you know, I was like, mm-hmm. you're right, because he yeah. repented. And it wasn't that he was perfect, but he repented when he was convicted. Mm-hmm. Uh, he repented. And didn't and turned away. That's what repentance means to turn away. Yeah. Not to yeah. say, you know, we all, you know, one thing I hate as Christians, we love reciting Romans three twenty three. We all mm-hmm. fall short of sin and the glory of God. Yeah, we got God. that etched in our in our minds as, mm-hmm. as you know as a response when you know when authentic Christians come up and challenge you. You know, you know, is that what God is telling you to do? Are you really living the life? that you're preaching about when authentic yeah. people come up to you and challenge you with that, yeah. you know, you get Romans 3.23 thrown up in your face. Or right. and, mm-hmm. and another thing that just was profound to me is that, you know, when he said that we need, when we get into that place of God, that yeah. we can just shake hands with people and they'd be delivered and healed right. from certain sicknesses. Right. And, you know, we were we were in that day um, I don't I don't know what happened. Well, you know, when you could just touch somebody and they mm-hmm. just fall out. I know y'all have experienced that, and they fall out because yes, they've been delivered from something you don't even know that they needed to be delivered from. Praise God, yes. your touch, You touched them because mm-hmm. you was communing with God, and mm-hmm. they their heart was open to receive and repent because it's two ways. Then, uh, you know, they never turned to that again. So that was... Yeah. Profound for me, and like I yeah. said, I'm still burning with the anointing. <laughs> Praise God, yes, ma'am. Sit in a cold tub. So <laughs> it's over. <laughs> Praise <laughs> God, yes, so, yes, ma'am. Joy, real talk with Tanya White. This is a Mega Music Monday, but uh, it's I don't know. The Lord did something different. We have Judith Kennard and Dr. Naima. On the line. So, how is this divine encounter with Micah Stampley going to change your the way not only that you minister to people, but as you go about living the life that God wants you to live? I know it's going to change me forever, but let's start with you, Doctor uh, uh, 
I lost my train of thought. Because <laughs> you, you caught up in the third half. <laughs> <Amen. laughs> you know, it's, it's oh. that was the other thing that he said that really blew me away. It was about the place, yes. you know, being in the place. And I, I wonder, and see, I, I, when I tell you I've been struggling, the Lord and I have been in here wrestling in this apartment in Nashville where I have spent so much time alone. What does it take, you know, to get to that place, to get back to that place where your heart's desire? I mean, I know we say all the time, God is my heart's desire. I love him so much. Oh, I don't love nobody like I love the Lord. Mm-hmm. I know I, I can only speak for myself. But then, you know, that flesh rise up and you do mm-hmm. a bunch of stuff you, know you shouldn't do. And, oh, Lord, okay, I'm going to read my word. Oh, 20 minutes, got to go. You know, I mean, okay. you have to make. <laughs> sacrifice on some level to really seek the Lord. Intimacy like that comes with a cost. I mean, you have yeah. got to seek his face. That's not yeah. something you can get with a five-minute prayer and, oh, let oh. me read my psalm for the day. Mm-hmm. And and that is really my heart's desire. I want to learn to be in that place all the time, not, oh, we had this high worship service and all of a sudden the Spirit of God fell and, ooh, I was there. Yeah. I mean, like, really be live there. Just yeah. live there. And so yeah. I really want to live a life um, so that I can be in that place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, I, yeah, just I feel really encouraged that, you know, this time that I have right now where I kind of feel like the Lord has kind of set me to the side is really to, to seek him to get to the place he needs me to be in him. Yeah. Wow. Woo, Jesus Kennard. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, you know her her response is significant. What I'm going to say as well, um, hearing him tonight has really made me. It's, it's caused a greater hunger to be in me. Yeah. Uh, just just a greater hunger, a greater passion um, to yes to be in that place, to live in that place. And I I know that um, God you know called me to that to to a greater level of that somewhat um, after I was after I, I lost my job at Disney uh, this year and had you know relocated back to Louisville. But in that quiet time when the friends weren't around anymore and I wasn't doing the show every day and I had so much quiet time and I, you know, crying and moaning the spirit and, God, what are you doing? You know, why this quiet time? But I know that in that quiet time, the more, the hunger comes, it becomes greater. And just hearing Micah say, you know, say those things today, it just confirmed um, all those things that I was going through in Florida and that I know that God is calling us all um, to, to, you know, um, to really, really want and desire to live in that place all the time. Yeah. And so his words have just encouraged me um, to really purposely, even more purposely, live that life um, for whatever God is calling us to all do, and, you know, for my own life personally, um, to know that and to make sure that I'm constantly, that I'm doing my best to really, really stay in that place and stay in the presence of God and to have God's presence in my life and to always be more sensitive to the Spirit and what he is saying. And so yeah. it is just... It was just a total enlightenment for me, and I just I thank God for that confirmation from Him. Yeah. Oh, phenomenal! I know I'm Praise gonna take God. this, and I'm gonna keep on, keep on being T because I know uh, it's all I can do. And like you said, living that constant place. I think about when I know when we went to the Woman I Lose conference, Judy. I don't, Naomi, I don't know if you've ever been there, but you know when we used to go to the Woman I Lose conference, yes, and we yes. stay up all night, yes, and we yes. Used to just be seeking God, and then yes, right. We, Move in the in, when God tell us to move. I mean, I know it's been many a times He told me go that woman over there. Yes, ma'am. Speak this to her, 
and we yes, won't. Right. And then when you do it, it, I mean, it literally was life ch- transforming. Yes, and that right. anointing, that that place he's talking that about, place. that's the yes. place that yes, I, I want not only myself, but just the church as a whole, the local church, yes, and get back to that place. Because it seems yes, like when we were in that place, yes, yes we right. were prosperous. Yes, we uh, we were seeking God and things were happening. But the kingdom was coming mm-hmm. and people were being delivered and right. not just being disciples right. to one person, but actually being delivered where they say, okay, I'm no longer am I dealing with that issue. I'm going to go forth and do what God tells us to do. Because when God. you do what God tells you to do, then you're just like, like a little domino in a domino mm-hmm. in the world. When you get in line, then the other dominoes get in line. And yes, then ma'am. you just, just right. fall in line together. Amen. So I'm going to be listening to that. I'm going to have to burn that to my CD and just praise God. Praise <laughs> God. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Again. Hey, yeah. Judy. Yes, ma'am. You know, I've I've already done my request, but, you know, we're going to take a break, and I want you to come back and just impart one thing into our listeners about, you know, being living your dream, being mm-hmm. an artist, singing. And also, you need to come up with another song. Um, That's right. Take a request. Yeah. Dr. Naima, if you want, you know, Judith, she is obedient servant. So if you want her to sing a song, (laughs) I'm sure she would do that. Oh, my God. Now, you sing what the Lord laid on your heart, girl. Sing what the Lord laid on your heart. Well, we're going to take a break, and then I'm going to give y'all, you know, collected thoughts so y'all can spark some wisdom. And Judith, you're going to... Close out with, you know, if you could sing half the song, that would be great. You know I love your voice. Yes, ma'am, I know. I know so we're going to take a break of Real Talk with Tanya White. This is a bonus Mega Music Monday show. And oh, we have been, been thoroughly delivered and set free by Micah Stampley. And uh, let's take a break and then we'll come back. Stay tuned as we bring you this brief announcement. Greetings, family. This is TC and JMJ Live Talk Radio. Stopping by and let you know about our broadcast. You never know what to expect on JMJ Live Talk Radio. We do interviews. We just added Mega Mondays. Also, living a single life and much, much more. You can join us at any time by logging on to www.jfjlivetalkradio.com. Once again, that's www.jfjlivetalkradio.com. If you would like to be a guest on our show or you need more information, please contact this number, 216-539-0630. Again, that's 216 216- Five three nine zero six three zero. Let's unify and take radio to the next level. God bless you. Who's Spike Spielberg? Who? Spike Spielberg. I don't know who that is. Spike who? Spike Spielberg is bringing Hollywood to the Queen City. Y'all know y'all heard of him. We just like y'all know him. You better know him. You better know. Better recognize him. Spike Spielberg presents as Friday nights at midnight and Saturday mornings at 9 a.m. Cable Channel 9. It's films, life, and positive thoughts. Are you a business owner? 
Do you want to get more exposure for your business? Let Spike Spielberg put the Hollywood in marketing your products and services. Reach 1.6 million households weekly and unlimited consumers via the World Wide Web. Log on to www.spikespielberg.com. That's S-P-I-K-E-S-P-I-L-L-B-E-R-G.com. Or call 704-281-2309 for more information. Lights, camera, action. Spike Spielberg. Spike Spielberg. Spike Spielberg. Man, I've been trying to call her all day. Where's she at? This is the fifth Christmas that he promised that we were going to spend together. And here I am alone. He told me he was going out of town this weekend. But he never wants to tell me where he's going. It's funny. He always has to know where I'm going. trying to call her and she's not answering her phone. I wonder where she could be. Hmm. Let me go see. I am sick and tired of this. I am worth more than that. Author Tanya White reveals the secrets to having healthy, productive, and long-lasting relationships in her new book, Relationship Reruns, How to Break the Cycle of Choosing the Wrong People for the Right Relationship. Being trapped in a relationship rerun is extremely frustrating and emotionally draining. If you find yourself in an irritating cycle of unwanted, unsatisfying, and unhealthy relationship patterns year after year, then this book is sure to break the chains that keep you bound to having the wrong people in your life. The brand new book, Relationship Reruns, How to Break the Cycle of Choosing the Wrong People for the Right Relationship, and also How to Deal with a Difficult Woman, is now available by logging on to www.tanyawhite.com. Once again, that's www.tanyawhite.com. Pick up your copy today. today. All right, and we are back. It has been a magnificent Mega Music Monday show. We had Judith Kennard, Dr. Naima Johnson, and the magnificent Micah Stampley. If you miss any part of this show, I strongly encourage you to listen to the archives. Please tweet it, Facebook it, and forward it to all your friends. And we'd like to say thank you to everyone who was in the chat tonight and listening online, the Coach K Show, Virtue for Me, all of our guests, Wendell Watson Sr. Um, tune in Thursday, our regular nights. This Thursday is part three of our Summer Loving series, and we're going to be talking about, Lord, I'm ready to be a wife. Lord, I'm ready to be a husband. That is going to be a hot show. Every time we talk about marriage or dating, Oh, we have a hot show, and we have two great authors on deck, Christine Pimbleton, who is the author of the new book, Lord, I'm Ready to Be a Wife, and Jesse Duckworth. Uh, he is the author of Against All Odds, Men Pursuing Purity in a Pornographic Society. So they're going to talk about what a man needs to do to position himself to be ready to be a husband, and Christine is going to talk about what a woman needs to do. And then join us next Monday, uh, the 22nd, as we continue our Mega Music Monday for Black Music Month. You know I love music. I can't sing, but I love music. And so that's what we've been doing every Monday in June. And next week we're going to have Fatima Robinson, choreographer to the stars. She choreographed Aaliyah, Fergie, Michael Jackson's Remember the Time, and the movie Dream Girls. And I think she also did the Cheetah Girls. And so she's going to be on here. Q Parker from Group 112 is going to be here. And, of course, Selena Johnson, who I love, love, love. And, of course, you know I'm going to get her to sing again. 
because uh, I love music. I love music. I love great singers. And then next Thursday, June 25th, we're going to talk about stopping generational curses. We're going to have Toy Ward on here, Karen Watts, and Tracy Lewis. We're going to talk about their books, which deals with stopping generational curses and uh, what we need to do to stop the family secrets and the family lies. That's going to wrap up our Summer Loving Series. And then on June 29th, we're going to have Dr. Celicia Thompson, Selena's sister. She has a book coming out talking about rhythm without the blues. And ladies, we're going to have Kenny Lattimore on deck. And, you know, of course, I've got to get him to sing once again. I love it when people just agree to sing live on Real Talk with Tanya White. But we're going to close out the show. We have had a phenomenal show with our wonderful guest, Judith Kennard, Dr. Naima, and we are back. I want them to leave just one nugget of wisdom plus their contact information for people out there, artists, gospel, gospel music artists, people pursuing their dreams. Dr. Naima, yes, give us your contact information one more time. One more time. I'm at one five seven three one zero one seven eight. Um, it's a national number, so 615-731-0178. And then it's naimajohnston.com, so N-A-I-M-A, and that's Johnston, S-T-O-N, johnston.com. That's why you can reach me. And she's on Facebook, so you can do a friend finder. Yeah. Uh, are you on MySpace? Yeah. I'm on MySpace. I'm on South Life. I Twitter. Catch okay. me. Yeah. <laughs> Says it all. Get her CD yes. and her book. We're going to have you back to talk about your book because, you know, we got yeah. off track. The Lord just took us to the <laughs> holy of, you know, Amen. the holy of holy. got to go you know. that way, right. So right. one, one um, give us one nugget, one nugget. of wisdom. That you one nugget of wisdom. With. Yeah. Okay. You know what I would say? You know you're called. Once you know that you're called, get up and get to work. A lot of people say, well, you know, I know I'm called, so God is just going to open the doors. And then they just sit there and they wait. But the word tells us, you know, that faith without works is dead. The word tells us to go into all the earth and make disciples. So you be sitting on your couch waiting, and time will pass you by. Just mm-hmm. get up and begin to knock, trust and believe. That's another thing that Micah said I thought was great. You have the mind of Christ, so you know. Yes. You know what you should be doing, what you shouldn't be doing. You know when to say no, when to say yes, as long as you stay, you know, on your face before the Lord. So get up and get working, and don't just sit there talking about, I got to I gotta wait, or I need a manager, or I can't do Mm-mm. Get to moving. That's what I would say. Get to moving. I like get it, Dr. Naimi. Hey, Judith. Yes, ma'am. One nugget of wisdom. Hey, and it's been phenomenal. We are glad to have you back in the veal. Thank and you And I know so Michael much. confirmed you're on a prophetic assignment, so um, yeah, he confirmed that to you. So hey, <laughs> yes, he did. Yes, ma'am. What nugget of wisdom would you leave with our audience, Judy Kennard? Um, What I would say is, in everything in life, is to always trust God. Mm-hmm. Always, always, always trust God. No matter the situation, no matter how it looks, no matter what you feel. Like, like uh, Dr. Naima said, when you have a call in your life and you know the call in your life. Don't sit there thinking that some magic cloud is going to open up and things are just going to pour out. God has given you the sermon and the wisdom to go forth and to do what he has ordained for your life, to just to walk in a thing, but always, always seek God and make sure that that thing that you are walking, before you walk into that thing, that is God's will for your life. And I promise you the thing that God has spoken to you, it will come to pass. 
So mm-hmm. always just trust God. Yes. It will come to pass. And yes. I was Amen. just, well, let me think of something profound that I can leave with the real <laughs> I'm not a singer, but I love music. And I'll just say when you know it's time to mm-hmm. move, then move. Amen. Do it without hesitation or explanation. And when you do that, as we've seen from everybody who's, who's been on her on Monday said, they moved and they did it by faith. So that's what Amen. I want for everybody, just to move and do it by faith. And Amen. you would not imagine. It really isn't about you, but God's going to bless you. But he is mm-hmm. going to bless those he puts in your path who yeah. need what you have. So Amen. I just encourage everyone to do that and just to just to be real, real. Get back to the realness of who you are. Hey, Judith. Yes, ma'am. We got five minutes, and I know you may not can sing for that long. Mm-hmm. But you know, you can, if you want to do it for four minutes and fifty seconds, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just playing. But I do, I do want people to uh, promote, uh, give your shout out to the concert that you're going to do this weekend before you sing. Okay, um, the concert that I will be in participating in is a concert um, through Rush Trial Entertainment. And the concert itself is called Natural Women, and it's a benefit concert for cancer. And the theme of this uh, concert is called To Heal, uh, oh, my God, Healing One Note at a Time. Excuse me, Healing Cancer One Note at a Time. Mm -hmm. And the event will be held at Spalding University. That is on this Friday and this Saturday at 8 p.m. So I'm I'm very excited. The cost, um, the tickets uh, range between $14.50 and $24.50. And there also be a, a fee of uh, two dollars, I think. Which is also... Hello. Hello. Yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, there will be also a two additional dollar at uh, added fee, which would also go toward the cancer society. Wonderful. So, yes, great cause. Hey, y'all, tune in Thursday. To Tanya, real talk with Tanya White's gonna be great. Judas is gonna sing us out of here. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Yes. Ma'am. Okay. Yes, ma'am. Praise God. Give us this day our daily bread. You said you would supply all our needs according to your riches I have but to ask and I shall receive to go from and share this love you gave to me to show someone who's lost and help them find their way to truth. And faith, so they can be free. Love me, 
Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive set of offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.